Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. So JC's all Chris Ann Hall out today, man. Got the polo shirt happening and the, and the cap. That's awesome. I love that cap. I love it because it's the join or die thing going on. Welcome to everybody in our chat rooms today. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We are at chrisannhall.com. If you go to chrisannhall.com and you hit the live streaming thing, you can find us there. But you will not find us on Twitter today. You will not find us on Twitter today because Twitter has suspended my account. Yes, you see it. The notice that I got from Twitter, your account at Chris Ann Hall is currently suspended. For more information, please log into Twitter.com. And so I did. And I got no more information. By the way, they never sent me a message. They never sent me a warning. They never even informed me of what of their rules I actually violated. So now I'm in Twitter jail and I'm going to serve my penance until they decide to let me out, I suppose. But I do want to remind everybody that I am on Parlor as well. Uh, so the posts that I make on Twitter, I also make on Parlor. Uh, problem is, is we can't live stream on Parlor like we did on Twitter. But like I said, we're still here on YouTube. We're still here on Facebook, and we are here. Are, we are at chrisannhall.com on the live stream tab. Were you live streaming on Twitter the last show? Yes. Mm. Yes, I was. Oh, but I did. I do think that I have discovered why I was banned why is it um because oh there's joe biden I, we got our first commercial of the day um because of my incessant teaching on covid yeah so mm. i actually remember th- remember the thing that i put up uh about the covid morbidities thing right this is what i have here on facebook oh, i don't know why that's over there So it's up here on Facebook. It's the same thing that I posted on Twitter where I actually took a picture of the Twitter of the CDC page Mm -hmm. and put that up there and then said uh, CDC is quietly uh, updates their website to admit that only two only six percent of the deaths recorded as covid can be attributed to the virus. The other 94 percent had an average of two point six other serious underlying health conditions. And if you understand it, they're not just simply underlying health conditions. They're saying there was on average 2.6 other causes of death. Right. So Fauci, their their own words, their own words. And so um, (laughs) I got so you'll see I got I got the fact checker thing uh happening here on this is actually facebook so i got the fact checker thing happening on there and what's interesting jc when you go to the fact checker thing um you know it gives you the fact checker thing and then you click on the fact checker apparently the the, there was a doctor that made the post as well and the fact checkers fact checked the doctor uh, which then lined up with m- with the likeness of what I posted. This is Dr. Elizabeth Hess. 
Uh, I'm guessing she's in Washington, D.C. I don't know the D.C. thing. Or maybe she's a doctor of chiropractic. Who knows? Anyway, so there it is right there. She actually goes into greater detail right there on the thing. And the interesting thing is they, they start, you know, equivocating on what comorbidity is and how she's wrong and when a person dies in a car crash all who also has covid the death certificate declares crash injuries as the cause of death conversely when a person dies of lung or organ failure uh, that are the body's responses to covid the death certificate correctly attributes to the death to covid19 only we know that's not true because we actually, I don't know if you know this, but we actually know people uh, personally who had a family member die from a motorcycle accident and they put COVID on the death certificate and now the family is suing the, the, um, the county uh, for doing that because they're like, heck no, we're not going to have our loved ones listed death as covid when in reality it was a motorcycle accident because maybe then people could learn because they're avid motorcycle people they want people to learn you know don't don't do stupid things when you're on the motorcycle or be more aware of motorcycles when you're driving i'm not quite sure what the act what the real cause of the accident was but what is interesting jc is this what i thought was interesting is the fact checker says when a person dies in a car crash and also has COVID, the death certificate directly uh, declares crash injuries as the cause of death. Um, even if the person, but, but COVID, if, even if the person was living with other diseases or conditions. Now the comorbidities thing isn't just somebody who's living with diabetes. The CDC actually says on the website that people had 2.6 other causes of death. Right. They're not just Their living words. with other conditions. Yeah. Their words. Their words, not ours. And so what's what quote, I found, quote, yeah. Cause of death. Cause of death. What I found really interesting, JC, was how quickly they freaked out. I mean, even Fauci jumped up in, and did his own little rebuttal to the CDC's words, right? So because other doctors took the CDC's website and said, here's what we've been telling you all along, and now the CDC is lining up with us, Fauci comes out and says, the doctors are lying to you. And so did their little fact checker there at Facebook. Who fact checks the fact checker? And when you click on the fact checker thing. Experts. Experts. When you click on the fact checker thing, it says they're nonpartisan. I thought that was like the funniest part of it, that, that they were nonpartisan. <laughs> so we are in Twitter jail. No, it's all it. Listen to the doctors. Listen to the experts. Yeah. Listen. The science. What makes a person an the expert? The science. You must follow the science. Right. But all for, for six months, we've been told that we have to follow the CDC science. JC, when you go up to a door, at Except a store, it's not science. Yeah, yeah. It's just a declaration of expert. It's political manipulation is what it is. And they're just ticked off because the CDC is actually politically manipulated. 
And then they, you know, because you go up to a store. How many guys have gone to a store and on the store, oh, probably even, well, even in the airport or anywhere you go, it says, due to CDC guidelines. Everybody's quoting CDC on why you have to wear a mask and why you have to social distance. Well, now CDC is telling you something, and now you go to Twitter jail for directly quoting the CDC. A good... So we got a good if a, if there's a good <laughs> video maker like quick quick video editor start a I don't know group project okay do a little video listen to the experts and then you have a list of the experts their credentials and then what they what they've said yeah um, I'll start okay go ahead and I just thought of this okay go and ahead I, I can't remember I'm the name exactly this but is woohoo good no Aldous Huxley. Okay. Remember Aldous Huxley yes. wrote Brave New World? Oh, those kind of experts. His brother uh, was a, I believe, biologist, evolutionary biologist. Okay. Yeah. So Aldous Huxley's brother was an yes. evolutionary biologist by education and yes, training. Yes. So he would have, okay. you know, he'd he would have qualified as an the expert. expert. Right, right, right. Okay. He suggested detonating nuclear weapons to control weather nice all right so you should have his face name qualifications that statement and then listen to the experts he he also he (laughs) he also suggested um using nuclear weapons to blow off the tops of the santa barbara mountain range in an effort to control pollution just saying. So the air would flow better. I don't know. Listen <laughs> to the experts. How about the experts, So how JC? many of those can we come up with? Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> the experts that said we should irradiate babies' milk. Mm-hmm. The, now, these are government experts, so they're yeah. like doubly qualified, right? right? When was that? Yes, In the 50s? Mm-hmm. 50s? So these were government experts that... Uh, that actually conducted, and I'm talking about government grants. Yeah, not a suggestion. Not a suggestion. Government grants funding government scientific experts and their experiments to irradiate babies' milk. Put put radioactive material in babies' milk Uh to prepare for a potential nuclear attack by the Soviet Union. There you go. There you go. We actually... Uh, your, our tax, well, probably not our tax dollars. I mean, this was before we were born. But America's tax dollars paid the government expert scientists yeah. to put radioactive material in babies' milks of, of children that were in orphanages, right? Yeah. Because, you know, they didn't I, I have any parents. They were, but th- uh, no, they were, they they were also, like... They also irradiated uh, a town. So yes. they irradi- sent radioactive material... I believe into the ductwork through the ductwork to irradiate people um, again in preparation for potential strike from a nuclear weapon. Yes. Like, so there you have listen at least to the experts. three experts there. How about the judicial experts, JC? The judicial experts that said that the Constitution says that black men are property to be indefinitely owned and never gain their freedom. Those Mm -hmm. are judicial experts. Listen 
to the experts. Judicial experts that said the Constitution authorizes the President of the United States by executive order in the name of uh, national emergency, in the name of national security, to round up entire families of Japanese Americans and Hopi Indians, by the way. We did this to the Hopi Indians as well. Uh, and put them in camps... You can call them whatever camps you want, I, you know, and, and, and keep them there. At the time they ordered this, it was indefinitely, right? So now we can look back and say it was four years. But at the time, the Supreme Court, the judicial, is there a judicial, anybody more judicially expert than the s- nine Supreme Court justices? Right. Cons- yeah. Considered so, by popular opinion? No. Considered by popular opinion. Nine judicial experts declaring that you can put people men women and children without due process who have committed no crime whatsoever gulags. into into gulags because listen, you think their dna is scary listen to the experts listen to the experts come on we got to have some kind of uh, uh some somebody that's at least a come hobby up, we come on. up with Hundreds of memes. Hundreds. Listen to the hashtag. Listen to the experts. This is we could if you JC. Here's the thing, you make the memes, I'll make the video. Sure. I can do that. I can do that. That would be super stinking awesome. Speaking of gulags, because we covered this last week, JC, and you, uh, we had a um, we had a follower send me this update. You remember all of the SWAT teams that we talked about. Did you know there's a COVID SWAT team now? Mm. Yes. I remember something in California they were talking about. That. No, and this is actually New York. Okay. This is New York. Cuomo sends SWAT team to uh, contain COVID-19 cluster. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is when you kind of just read that headline, you want to think, what exactly it, does, does the SWAT team then round up the virus? The COVID nineteen mm. cluster. The yes, it will, lo- but it doesn't say students. Yeah, it says well, COVID nineteen cluster with the s- name. Yeah, it's if, if you well, if you didn't know what S U N Y was, yeah. but anyway, right, it's college. Yeah, but I'm just saying it doesn't say students. It just mm. sends them to the college, right, to contain the COVID nineteen cluster. So we know that COVID-19 won't come to your dinner table when you're eating. Mm-hmm. We know that COVID-19 will not come in, unless you have more than six people at your dinner table. Right, we did right. learn that. Mm-hmm. You, if you have more than six people eating at your dinner table, then COVID-19 will come to your dinner table. So less than six while eating. Less than six while eating. It will eating. not follow you to the table. It will follow you to the table if you're not wearing a mask. Right. You have to wear a mask on the way to the table. So you, you yes. the covid it hides from the mask. Correct. Yes. So you do not have to uh, shut down casinos. Right. It flees from casinos. Flees Correct. from casinos, but it congregates in churches. Correct. So if you have three people in your church who are wearing a mask, they're all going to die because COVID goes there. Right? Yeah, but masks stop viruses. But not you in forgot. churches. That's true. But not yeah. in churches. Yeah, right. Okay? Exactly. Because you can't even sing in a church even if you have a mask on. Yes. So Sing- Singing actually infuriates the virus infuriates. and it attacks. Yes. 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 Okay, so you're in the church. The, the atmosphere of the church negates the effect of the mask. 
and any kind right. of social distancing that you might be doing. But you don't have to social distance. I, I think in the, the virus is just generally anti-religious. Yes, it, it gets really upset. Yes, so it it targets uh, faith-based groups. Right, it does that. Right, and mom and pop stores, which would make their their uber capitalist, yes. their uber cronyism. Right. Right. Corporate cronyism. The virus is afraid of yeah. corporate S- cronyism. But small businesses. Small businesses. Yes. 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 Infuriates the virus. It will attack small businesses. And now we know from Cuomo that New York SWAT teams can round up viral clusters. Mm -hmm. See, we're learning so much about 19 these days. Because it attacks college students. College students. But not casino people. If the college college, this is so this would be. According to what we know from the experts, right? Mm-hmm. All the messages, if we, if we analyze what we've been learning from the experts, then the answer would be for the universities to hold classes in the casino while eating. And smoking. Correct. Because or drink, you eating, drinking, or because smoking. Because when yes. we were in the casino in Las Vegas, we, we were in a casino in Las Vegas uh, because our hotel was there. Mm-hmm. We walked through the casino um, to to eat with some people. That's what it was. And well, if you don't know, if you don't understand, you can casinos, wear a mask, but you can take the mask off to smoke the right. cigarettes and inhale the cigarette smoke in your lungs, and then blow the cigarette smoke, the secondhand smoke, out into the atmosphere so everybody can breathe the secondhand smoke. But then you got to hurry and put the mask back on so the COVID won't come out. When the smoke goes away. Now, when the smoke goes away. Strangely, there is some science behind that. Yeah, so maybe, maybe the colleges could allow the students yeah. to school. smoke cigarettes. Hold school. Yes. In casinos. Yes. While eating, drinking, and smoking. And smoking cigarettes. You could do Not that. Not vaping. Vaping's bad. Vaping's you, bad. You can you, smoke cigarettes, but you don't, don't, don't vape. Don't you could vape. do that for the public schools mm-hmm. as well, because they're trying to go back to school. And oh, yeah. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah. So send the kids to the casino with a pack yes. of smokes yes. uh, and, a, and a pack lunch. Yes. And we forgot, JC. Well, I mean, because we've learned all of that from the experts. Uh-huh. You know, when you, you, go, they'll, you go to a restaurant, you have to wear your mask from the door to the table. When you sit down, you don't have to wear the mask because it magically leaves. I have another one. Same casinos. This is amazing. All that. This is so much. How much? Somebody Listen needs to, to the write experts. this down. Listen to the experts. Listen to the experts. Okay, so when you get on an airplane, mm-hmm. when you're waiting to board, mm-hmm. you have to stand six feet apart with your mask on or the COVID will get you. Correct. But once you get on the plane, you can sit 12 inches from the person next to you, mm-hmm. take your mask off and eat and drink, and the 19 won't get you Right on the plane. Yeah. But if, if, you're, if not you're not eating... Or drinking. Or drinking. The COVID, the the 19 will jump on you in the airplane. Which is why you have to wear your mask. But. Listen to the experts. You have to wear the mask and you have to be six feet apart while you're boarding the plane. Correct. Right. You can get closer when you're in the tunnel. Yes, when you're in the tunnel. Or on the plane. Or on the plane. Certainly in your seat because the seats are not six feet apart. This is, well, uh, Southwest is, leaves a seat open in the middle, yeah. but I actually sat American Airlines. Like they were feet. sitting three, 
they were yeah. sitting all the seats. American Airlines, you sit on the plane, you're sitting next to somebody, right? So you, so Southwest actually undersells their seats, so there's a middle seat empty on every row. But it's not six feet. But it's not six feet. No, you mm-hmm. can bump elbows with somebody yes. with an empty seat. So, so listen to the experts. So what is that? So if you're on a plane, so anywhere else or most places that the virus is rendered ineffective at six feet but then on an airplane i guess because maybe the air is a little different in airplane it's a it's a pressurized cabin so maybe the virus has a harder time moving through the air so as long as you have your mask on though so just a seat between you is sufficient yeah but even i haven't figured out the science behind eating and drinking um shielding you I don't yes. think I've seen because <laughs> we're supposed to follow the science, right? I, I don't. I, I, I haven't seen that study. So maybe we can ask your friend Patrick to send us uh, the study, yeah, or at least Patrick, a meme about the study. Patrick is is angry at me right now. He's probably it's, the one that got. It's you quite possible that Patrick's friends got me banned on Twitter <laughs> because I'm actually able to go to my Twitter account. I can see my Twitter. And I can see that people are still talking about me, even though I'm gone. But when you click on me, it says I'm gone. And it, so it would probably, probably Patrick's friends yeah. or at least other snowflakes of his kind By the got way, angry. While the little kitties are at school learning algebra, it's, it would probably be a, a good idea to bring frozen water bottles and Molotov cocktails to make sure you set something on fire and throw, you know, throw your frozen water bottle through a plate glass window of a local business. Cause, cause rioting and looting also drives COVID away. According That's to the experts. Right. According to the experts. So send the kitties mm-hmm. to the casino with a pack of smokes and, a, and their lunchbox um, and some bricks and Molotov cocktails. Right. Right. Because the COVID is afraid of a brick. Yeah. So there's no reason we cannot open school safely. No. I mean, we've learned. You just learned, don't we've want learned, to do what you have to yeah, do. Yeah, we've to learned do that. all of those things. We can open school safely in casinos, issue, pack of smokes, lunchbox, bricks, Molotov cocktails. You know what else I thought was funny? Everyone I know will is, be safe. This is this funny. This is what because we've learned. Listen to the experts. Listen to the experts. You know, they, they got really unhappy when. When the post about the 19 from the CDC website, you know, direct quotes, they said quietly changed the rules. They're like, they didn't quietly change the rules. They've been on the website since June 15th. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure how that changes the fact that they were quietly changed the length of time that they were on there. But I don't remember some big press conference and press release telling everybody no. that they were changing their opinion on all of this. So, no. You, you, you can't fix stupid in some people. So, you know, that's just just how that works. Hey, I wanted to show you guys this is interesting because this is like a learning one of those teaching moments from 17 different angles. OK, so an L.A. county is seizing property from an L.A. church who is challenging the corona, you know, the, the 19 restrictions. All right. So 
a California church challenged local coronavirus restrictions on worship services, and the county authorities responded by canceling the church's five-decade-old lease. This is John MacArthur's church, Grace Community Church. Yeah. Um, John. John MacArthur. What did I say? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. John. My buddy John. Okay. This is why we have separation of church and state. Yeah. This is why you're not supposed to be yoked with the government. If you are on government property operating on a lease from the government, um, you are not operating your church properly. I, I don't mean to be all bad on him, you know, but OK, so this is the whole thing. Separation of church and state only works if the church doesn't invite the government in. And that's what they did. I mean, seriously, what church says, I'm going to go rent property from the government, and now I'm going to challenge the government and get angry when the government takes the property that I'm renting from them? Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, this is how government grants work, too. Yes. This is how the money that you take or your church takes or your Christian school takes or your private school takes from the government, even if they wrap it up with a little bow and call it a voucher, right? The magic word. That's sort of like the magic word of essential, right? Voucher somehow launders the government out of tax dollars because they gave it to you. And now all of a sudden you do something the government doesn't like and they're going to control you. It's not this money from the government. It's a voucher. Yeah, a voucher. <laughs> la, 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 voucher. But no. it's my money. No, it's not your money. Your money was gone 10 years ago before you gave it. So this is the point that I'm trying to tell you guys. People don't get this separation of church and state thing right. We just don't get it because we've been, we've been taught the wrong things for so long. We have this idea that, that separation of church and state means that you can't talk about God in government and you can't talk about God in public. That's separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. But the real understanding, the real principle of separation of church and state is that the government cannot exercise an influence on the body of the church. Now, the duty of separation of church and state, because we have this errant understanding of separation of church and state, is that, guess what? Um, it's the government's job to ensure that the church is not in government, right? That's how we think church and separation of church and state is. You can't talk about God in government. You can't have faith in government. So the government has to keep God out, right? That's how we've been trained for the last 60 years on what separation of church and state means, which is why we have trouble like this with Grace Church because we don't teach that the church is actually the one with the responsibility to keep the government out, out of their church. Out of their church. So when you invite the government into your church by leasing property from them. Right? I'm not... The thing here, it wasn't their whole building. Yeah, this is yeah. the parking lot. I mean, my goodness. Uh, well, it's... It, what, are we, what are you thinking? They're going to remove their property. But listen, and not, not to pile on, 
the pastor, but he's he's been one of those guys for years of, you know, well, we have to, we can just pray for him, you know, do do what the government says. That's what the Bible teaches. I mean, he, he's been that guy for years, and now he had an epiphany. So... You know, it's not 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 a real big shock. Well, the Lord acts in, that that in mysterious ways, renting from the government. But you know, I, better I'm late like, than never to wake up. But this is like kind of one of those purification. Yeah, no, it's like one of the this purification <laughs> process of maybe maybe they have that same thought. You know what? Maybe it's a bad maybe. idea for us to rent stuff from the government and depend on them for our property. You hmm. think? You know, so it's. But again, lesson learned. It's because we've been teaching the wrong things for a really long time. How many Christians actually understand that separation of church and state is a doctrine that the church must enforce Mm -hmm. to keep the government out of the church, to keep the government from exercising influence and control over the church? Don't go running and asking for grant money to build your religious organizations, your to fund your religious activities. Don't go running to the government to build, goodness gracious, to build your parking lot, to build your playground, to build your church, to fund your ministry. Because if you do this, Mr. Stemberger, this is the argument that Stemberger and I had. If you do this, Mr. Stemberger, see what happens. Because, look, if they funded you instead of just, like, leasing you, because in this case, the government owns the property and they're leasing from the government, right? But what if the government actually paid for the building of the church or the building of the playground or the building of the sidewalks or the handicap ramps? The government now owns those things, whether you want them to or you like it or not. Yeah. Well, that's and that's why a lot of the churches then are silent in these situations. Yes. And bow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we just saw that that case about about the uh, playground and building the playground. And it was a grant. You know, you give a grant. This organization. That was a Missouri church. Give a, uh, then you got to give grant to mm-hmm. to the church. You can't block. If you're not blocking these, you're not you can't block the church, which may have technically which may technically be true. Mm-hmm argued in that manner absolutely but it's not it's not the real question the real question is should you be taking that money in the first place should should you be asking government and taking a government grant to build your uh playground because when stuff like this happens and you decide you want to speak out against something then they come scoop up that property that you let them pay for exactly exactly and by the way that's also what happens when you take FEMA money, it's also what happens if you take 19 money. It's also what happens if you take any money, especially federal money, especially federal money. So I will I will tell you this unequivocally. If the government is handing out money to this organization, then they cannot discriminate against this organization. But remember, it is the church's duty to keep the government out of its business. And you must deny. Right? What if the wolf comes to the door? Can I have dinner with you? Yeah. No way. Okay, what if the wolf comes to the door and says, let's have dinner, I'll buy. Really, what changes about that? You're still on the menu. 
Yeah, it really exacerbates. I mean, you already have the problem, okay? So get down to brass tacks. Property ownership is an illusion in America, right? You don't own it anyway. But by doing this, you're making it that much easier. You're tying your your own hands to stand up, you know, and, and stand against them. Yes. By doing this kind of stuff. Yes. We understand that, you know, well, they they can make a pretense. They come take your property under any pretense. But at least at this point, you, you're still able to make an argument uh, and fight to an extent. But if you're just going to you're going to delete even any pretense of having any sort of protection by saying, no, no, you pay for it. You own it. I mean, that's that's just crazy. I mean, yes. You're just you just handed them the keys. Well, what's cr- yeah. it's bad enough as it is. Right. It's bad enough that property ownership is an illusion mm-hmm. that, you know, we rent. Don't pay your taxes. See who owns it. Right. That's bad enough. Right. But now you're going to just throw the door open by right. literally al- allowing them to hold title. To the property that you use? Right, exactly. That's nuts. Exactly. That's that's very unwise. Well, and not only that, it is the government itself wants to have that control over your church. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to give you money. We don't want to give you money. No way, no way. We don't want to have you... uh, to to pay f- to to give you tax dollars that would be a violation of separation of church and state and then you have the church saying you have to give us money you have to give us money my bad okay it's yours <laughs> seriously people arguing for the um for the money to begin with is just what is, that's what is that's like they call that reverse psychology right well, I, I don't know. It's amazing because James Madison wrote this essay in 1785. I just want to catch this up for you, just for your teaching moment here. A memorial, a memorial remonstrance against religious assessments, July, uh, June 1785. And it's just amazing what he says. He says that to pay for church activities with tax dollars is a perversion of the means of salvation, right? Uh, it is arrogant and an arrogant pretension falsified by the contradictory opinions of rulers in all ages uh, that all and throughout the world the second and unhallowed perversions of the means of salvation. He says, because the established proposed, the establishment proposed by the bill, meaning we have to fund our religious activities with tax dollars or we, we, we won't be able to fund them. He says, is not requisite support for the Christian religion. To say that it is, is a contradiction to the Christian religion itself, for every page of it disavows a dependence on the powers of this world. It is a contradiction to fact, for it is known that this religion both existed and flourished not only without support of human laws, but in spite of every opposition from them. Mm Mm-hmm. So your churches that are running around, according to James Madison in 1785, which I would say is not 
an appeal to an authority, but appeal to principle. Uh, your churches running around asking for tax dollars are engaging in the perversion of the means of salvation because they're declaring that God is bankrupt and he needs a government bailout. Yep. So that's where we are on that one. And, and I agree with Mr. Madison. And here's the thing, JC. As much flack as we've taken over the last 10 years for being consistent in that teaching, the rooster always comes home to roost. There will, you will always, this stuff catches up with you sooner or later. I can't tell you how many people have said, well, maybe they can, but they have, they, they haven't. Okay. Yeah. They haven't doesn't mean they won't. And obviously they will. And by the way, this is not an endorsement of Donald Trump, but you let Kamala Harris become president of the United States. You better wait and see what happens to all your 501c3s. See what happens to all your your religious activities that have received grant money. Watch. Watch how this happens. Uh, This is kind of interesting. Uh, I thought this was absolutely pretty much hilarious. This is your court system. And so you might want to think this is like a good thing. So a D.C. Circuit panel, according to uh, Politico, guts House subpoena power. All right, so here it is. A divided federal court of appeals, uh, court, a federal appeals court panel dealt a severe blow to the, House of U- to the U.S. House of Representatives investigative power Monday. Ruling, that's what they say, not me. Ruling that the House can't go to court to enforce subpoenas because, not because the Constitution doesn't say so, but because there's no statute giving that chamber the authority to do so. Well, that's an easy fix, isn't it? Yeah, because the court says, guess what? You can go and pass a law. The panel majority said Congress is free to pass a law making House subpoenas enforceable. But because they don't have one, they're not. So the court is telling the House, you don't have the authority to do this, but you can invent the authority to do this, (laughs) and then you'll be okay. That's great. Is that not awesome? (laughs) And how many people are like... you're a criminal Congress. Yeah, Woohoo! Yes, victory. The court says we the can house can powers. use. It. Yeah, read, read, read more than the headline. The court. It's just like the thing with the with the baker in Colorado. The that opinion was not a victory for the cake baker. It was an instruction manual to the county in Colorado on how to discriminate with the court's uh, permission. Which they later did. Which they later did. After they came at him a second time, which you predicted and was slammed Slammed by the religious light. The religious right community. So now I'm going to be robbing Trump from By the, the way, victory. They, they, none yeah, of those people came this. back and apologized and no. said, we recognize that you are a prophet. No, <laughs> I am not a prophet. You, I don't you try predicted to it, got it right. I did not predict it. Um, th- a prophet takes prediction without, 
by revelation, yeah. right? I Just take reason. prediction by reason and logic and experience. And wait a minute, reading comprehension, <laughs> right? I didn't even have to extrapolate. When the court actually says, here's what you could have done, right. how is that a prediction of anything? You know, That's here's what you could have done. And now you have a D.C. court saying um, you can't issue an apina, subpoena, but you can, law, you can pass a law. You can. Yeah. And again, once again, so everybody's America. jumping up and down. Yay, Trump. Yes. Oh. The court smacked them down. No, the court gave them instructions no. of how they could do it and get away with it. According to the courts, because remember, <laughs> the court never talked about how the Constitution does not right. delegate this power to Congress. And there you have it. Da -da -da -da. Corrupt. Corrupt, incestuous nonsense. Okay. All right. So. And that's, you've said many times, the danger of going through the courts. To solve these issues, yes, like the, particularly the, the, the dividing line between state authority and federal authority in the states go to the federal courts to make the decision, rather than the state saying, "Sorry, we don't recognize your authority. We didn't enumerate that to you. We're not going to comply." They throw it into the court through a lawsuit, and then, like the ACA, the court says, "Oh, it's okay. It's not a tax. It's a mandate." And, and, of course, that whole thing was crafted because it didn't originate in the House, so, which, it, which would be unconstitutional. So he had to do gymnastics and say it's not a tax. Um, you know, so stuff like that all the time. So lawsuits, a lot of everybody wants to sue all the time when these things happen. That is not always the best thing to do. In fact, more times than not, it's, it's dangerous because okay. it sets a precedent yeah. that destroys liberty. Well, you guys, we, you know, everybody complains about the... Social media fact checkers, you know, they're not actually nonpartisan. Uh, mm -hmm. Judges are less nonpartisan than the social media fact checkers. <laughs> so you get a case in front of a judge who doesn't like the position that you're doing. Constitution be damned. It doesn't mean anything. Rule of law means nothing because we don't live under a rule of law. We live under a law of rulers. And that's why they talk about court cases at being rulings right because of rulers mm -hmm. we have deemed that the courts are our rulers and so they don't have to follow any rule of law they don't have to follow the constitution because they are the law reminds me of that denzel washington movie i am the police right mm -hmm. so you got the courts running around i am the law that's Remember when I was up in Kansas with the Cox Kettler case and I sat there in the courtroom with the federal judge. I can't remember what his name is right off the top of my head. Looked us dead in the eye and said, the Constitution means what I say it means. That's what you get when you're ruled by rulers and not by law. Mm -hmm. And so when you put your stuff out there in front of a court... Not only are you dealing with partisan rulers, but you're also dealing with a people who believe these people are unchallengeable. I mean, you can talk about the doctor experts all you want. You can, 
you know, you you can have people watch him fawn over Fauci. But the bottom line is, JC, there is not an expert with that is more high in America than a judge. A judge could announce today that Fauci is a fool and everybody would abandon Fauci. <laughs> they would. They would abandon Fauci. See, we told you he was a fool because the courts are the oligarchy of American politics and law today. And that's where we are. Maybe, though, if we go by Demos, do you know who Demos is? Nope. All right. So CNN, right? CNN, who is nonpartisan fact checker team material, right? Uh, Says that we need to have a new constitutional amendment, a constitutional amendment America really needs. And uh, it is K. Sabil Rahman. Rahman. Rahman, yes. The president of Demos. Demos is a progressive think tank. Okay? I mean, like, big time. They are BLM more than BLM is, right? So you go through this. They're BLMer than BLM. They're BLMer than BLM. They were BLM when BLM was uncool. So the Constitution, <laughs> when the Constitutional America amend, the Constitutional Amendment, America really needs. Now this is sort of a fake implication. Nancy Pelosi is not actually endorsing yet this Constitutional Amendment. This is something they pulled from the Georgia. Remember the Georgia governor thing and the whole corruption? The whole amendment here is based on a right to vote. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they want, uh, they want to reestablish in a right to vote uh, the reconstruction movement, right? Mm-hmm. Reparations and... Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's finishing reconstruction. Yes. That's, yes. that's the way... That's the way they come at it. Right. Let's finish what Reconstruction started. So, like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's, they're BLMer than BLM. But I saw you reading this today, JC. This has to do, part of their thi- their plan yeah. is the For the People Act. Yes, three three big, p- three pieces of legislation. Yeah. And the, the first two are <laughs> monstrous omnibus legislation. For the People Act uh, to quote strengthen voting rights and yeah. to reform how elections operate. Yeah. So House Resolution One, House Resolution Four. Uh, I think from twenty, both from twenty nineteen. I'm, I guess this session, or the beginning of this and session. And the Breathe Act. Yeah, the Breathe Act is a third, but these first two, all have been passed, uh, in the House, and so this is they're basically a transformation of the entire voting system. Mm-hmm. So take seize control of the voting system. And so, I mean, just imagine, just think of it as uh, all the progressives, AOC and Bernie Sanders and all the progressives and BLM taking the uh, voting system and then making it into what they want. So that, that are these two bills. And so, so what you're so talking you about is non-citizens if, voting. Yeah, the whole gamut. Everybody, I mean, whole if, gamut. if you are if you are dead or alive at the time that it's voting <laughs> time, then you get to vote at yeah. least once. It's all and it's couched in language of uh, voter security, 
access, all this sort of stuff, but it's not that. When you read the language, the you know how these things are written, it's so mm-hmm. confusing, it's so massive, it's so sprawling. Then when you read it, you you really kind of see what's going on. So it's taking control of the voting system and ac- absolutely, you know, tearing it inside out. Uh, and th- I, the important thing to understand, this is past the House. Mm-hmm. So if the, you flip, yeah. flip the government in November. Right. This is what's guaranteed. Yeah, this so is guaranteed. HR1 and HR4 have both passed the House. Correct. So they, what you're they, talking about here is is completely completely changing the political uh, h- how voting happens in changes every, everything everything I mean, I mean this well is and it <laughs> changes well because in it's, this is the elimination of the electoral college uh, it's overturning America it as you know it the 14th amendment on steroids crack and uh you know, uh, in outer space all at the same time. Yeah. And we'll just think about this. So imagine if if the Democrat, if the Democrats, if these people won the presidency, they only need three seats. Yeah. To control the Senate. Yeah. And all this, all this comes into being. Right. And then the Breathe Act. Uh, and this is Rashida Tlaib. And um, one other lady that that are on, that are pushing this uh, progressive. I think the lady from uh, Maine. I forget her name, but a couple of these radical progressives. This is the federal legislation to do away, essentially do away with the criminal justice system. Right. Right. Per- period. Right. Right. Everything is now a treatment, a coloring book session, um, a check. Right. You you burn you burn down this city block because, you know, the government didn't give you a big enough check. It begins with eliminating the entire federal prison system. But then it's all prisons, all all prisons, all prisons. Law enforcement, for lack of a better term, so sheriffs, mm-hmm. police, whatever it is, mm-hmm. any any, the, what they say when you read it is not formalized at this point. But what you say when you when they read it, they characterize all this stuff as punishment, right? Punishment mm-hmm. paradigm, the punishment paradigm uh, in America. So, in other words, nothing is to be punished, right? So, if you you know if if, if you're some pedophile, uh, you know, eating children. We have a rehab and a check for you. But re- but Ruth Bader Ginsburg you. said that fourteen-year-olds should be able to engage in consensual relationships well, it, with well, adults. That's the thing. When you dig further into, who, you start mm-hmm. to go down the rabbit hole of what the people who are pushing this, what they teach, what they believe. Then mm-hmm. you know, you you keep going and you find this organization connected to these people who are on this board. And that's when you start to unravel all this stuff and, oh, well, it's NAMBLA and, you know, just complete and utter revolutionaries. It just, mm-hmm. it's it's a whole cabal of absolute raving madmen. Right. And that, and so, and this is, this is just a piece. So this is a lever to 
to control the trajectory of the nation to move in that direction. So, and again, it's always couched in identifying particular problems. Right. So if 95% of people in America would agree that, oh my goodness, no government agent with a gun should just be able to randomly execute people in the streets without due process. And Mm -hmm. we go, yeah, absolutely, that shouldn't happen. Okay, Mm -hmm. get rid of the entire criminal justice system. No more laws, no more punishment, no more jails, no more more anything. So that's the thing. They, They wrote people in with, hey, here's a problem over here. Here's a problem over here. Here's a problem over there. And then nobody nobody actually digs into the solutions they're offering and the ultimate goal that those so-called solutions bring bring about. And that's what's going on with this breathe thing. So this constitutional amendment, by the way, let me just pause for a second and remind you while you're here, hit the thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell right now while I'm thinking about it. Go ahead and share wherever you are. It helps us undermine the um, the system of AI. And if you're on Twitter, because I'm not, you can actually click where you are and share this this broadcast on Twitter. And I just, you know, if you guys want to do me a favor, go ahead and share the stuff that I share on Facebook and Parler on Twitter for me, because that would be really cool, because they're trying to keep me from doing that. And if we could all do that together, maybe we'd we'd even have a bigger footprint than if I was there. And I also want to mention to you guys as well, uh, this Friday, this Friday, we have the uh, In Defense of Liberty training coming up and on September, Friday, September 4th. Uh, in Texas, in uh, Stewart, no, I'm sorry, Sherman, Texas, you can go to chrisanhall.com, click on the banner that says In Defense of Liberty, register for the Sherman uh, class on the right to keep and bear arms and local government overreach. It's a class that's brand new. It's not available anywhere online. It will not be online. So if you're in the Dallas area, uh, make sure, or in Sherman or Whitesboro or Tyler or McKinney or any of those places, make sure you get registered for those classes now so that you can get it, especially if you live in Texas, because we're going to be going over the Texas Constitution, and you're going to be learning from the Texas Constitution, that kind of stuff. And if you're not from Texas, but you can still cross the border and come over, uh, we'll, you'll learn how to get that stuff from your constitution, your state constitution as well. You know, and I, I hesitate. Uh, this is a good, a good point. Somebody said, you know, call it what it is, anarchy. I, and I, I hesitate to use that term sometimes because there's such a broad spectrum of what that means to people. So as a political system, uh, you know, it's 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 a broad general concept, but then there are a lot of things within that. So it's 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 sometimes hard just to say anarchy. So if you mean, I mean, complete dissolution of of order in any sense of the word, and no consequence for absolute destruction of property, violation of liberty, that sort of thing. If if that's what you mean by anarchy, I mean that's. That is their goal. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to conceive. And I understand some people have the perspective. Now, anarchists from a political from just a purely political uh, definition or perspective, right. is, you know, 
Latin, no government, in the sense no of government, no government, or really, I, I think really your sort of political anarchist, not set the world on fire anarchist, but your political anarchist mean what they the mean anarchist. by that is self government, right. self governance, right? So that I'm that fine. I don't need all these structures. Be cla- better classified as a minarchist. I mean, well, minarchist is is minimum. Gov- minimal government minimal. that's not the same as an- i mean it's all a spectrum anarchist is no government meaning yeah. i self i self govern mm-hmm. uh and then you have people that it, within that framework would say you know we as a collective can voluntarily uh, uh associate from time to time to accomplish things or whatever but no established structures of government so a lot of people who say they're anarchists it doesn't mean they want to set the planet on fire. Right, right. But that's how that's, that term is so commonly mm-hmm. used like that. Um, you know, it's, I it's, wonder, it's almost like the political... Uh, anarchy as a political philosophy almost needs a new term mm-hmm. because it's just not how people understand it. So, w- so yeah, in that sense, th- these people are talking about... Uh, I, I just like to use the term lawlessness. So in the right. sense that people are using the term anarchy, what they're really saying is lawlessness yes these people are for absolute chaotic lawlessness well what you see here um what you what you see here is is the elimination of the electoral college system which once again would put the election of the president in the hands of four states and mostly big cities and the people behind this understand that through by doing that then the democrat urban uh, densely urban centers would then control the country. So that's mm-hmm. that's the point behind that. And then you would also have statehood for the District of Columbia. And if you don't realize why, if you don't know historically why that's a really bad idea, then you need to read what the founders themselves wrote about why D.C. should never be a state. Can you imagine the seat of federal government being a state itself? You have all the politicians there. You have all the money there. You have all the power there. And now they're a state. Yeah. Where is all the money and all the power going to go? But people understand it that way. I mean, they don't understand that uh, D.C., right, or the federal government, which what they, when they say D.C. is mm-hmm. how they're using that. The federal government is a creation of the state. So how could, how could, that, how could the seat of that federal government be a state itself? Yeah. How does the thing that's supposed to be controlled by the states be a state. become one of yeah. the states? No, that doesn't you're, you're work. You're a that controller way. of yourself, right? In, as as well, a but government. That's entity? exactly what will happen. Yeah, they will become the controllers of. It. They will become the kingdom. It's they an, will be the kings over the states. It's act, it actually would be an additional check against the states. Yeah. And therefore against yeah. the people. So uh, we're going to say goodbye to our Instagram people. You guys are going to be hopping off here. If you want to come on uh, YouTube, you want to come on Facebook and finish the program with us, we will be ending it up here in just a few minutes. But I wanted to just go ahead and end this discussion that we have uh, with, with um, our program here. Remember, what we have is the Electoral College under threat. You have the District of Columbia becoming a state, which would exactly not be a state. It would become the state, and everybody else would be subjects under them. You also have guaranteeing the sovereignty and self-determination of political status to Puerto Rico and the people of the U.S. territories. Let me tell you what that means. That means a foreign country says, 
I want to be a member of your union, the states don't have the authority to say no. So you self-identify. We have taken this self-identification thing off the freaking rails. So if you have a, 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 a territory or you're somewhere and you say, oh, I self-identify as a, as a part of the United States, this constitutional amendment that they're proposing says any foreign country in the world could become part of the United States and then be subject to giving votes to control the United laws and regulations to taking money from us and, and that sort of thing. The problem is there should be no territories. No territories. You either become a state or not. Yeah. You're either a state or you're not part of this union. Yeah. That's how it should be. There, Let Puerto it's, Rico it's, should be a state. Yes. Or not. Or they're not. They're part independent. Of this union. Right. Period. Guam is independent. We should not be imperialistic and have territories. Yeah. We ridiculous. were never territory was supposed to be a temporary thing during application to become a state. Right. When your application to become a state was denied, you are no longer a territory because you're no longer a state. You are remain an independent sovereign country. But you but these places want you? to be our territories because they get to live off our money. It's just nuts. You're you're perpetually Puerto Rico and all these places, you're perpetually you live in a, a state, kingdom. not a state. Not a, no. <laughs> what are you? Most people don't realize these. You, you have no vote. Yes, you have somebody that sits in Congress, but you have no vote. You have no vote. I, I I don't think territories should be allowed to announce themselves to be states because remember the Constitution is a contract, and the parties of the contract should have the authority on who gets to enter into the contractual agreement. That's how contracts work. You have to have a vote on that. The contract itself says you have to have a vote on that, right? But at the same respect, we shouldn't be having territories at all. Now, the last thing is uh, in this omnibus amendment, because that's what it really is. It's an omnibus amendment. Uh, a right to vote must provide Congress with broad and affirmative powers and judicial deference to enforce all the provisions, including by establishing federal election administration standards and constitutionalizing the power to require preclearance procedures of the sort codified by the Voting Rights Act of 1965. I don't even know how to even understand what All that means. All of these means, are huge things. This, you, you talk about an amendment that is multi-topic, right? Yeah. You should not have an amendment that deals with more than one aspect. Yeah, each of those bills each referenced are... Hundreds of pages long, and they should be. And and in this and omnibus that an amendment, am amendment, yeah, in this am <laughs> omnibus amendment, you have at least six or seven different amendments. You cannot have this stuff all in one amendment. But this is what progressive think tanks want to do to America. This is the destruction, because you see, if you want to boil it down to its kernel, JC. It's destruction of the Constitution because it's the Constitution that makes America different from every other government on the planet. It's the Constitution that establishes that our states are independent sovereign countries and the United Nations and the globalists and the cabal can't come and take us over like they have European countries. 
So they have to take it down piece by piece. And what's the Alinsky rule? Take it down from the inside out. That's what we're doing. Well, God bless you guys. We will thank you for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow.